G'day and welcome to the punting monologue with two of us. Well, one who knows what they're talking about, the other one just talking absolute garbage. There's a prize for picking who's who. I'm Sonny Munn, the one who talks garbage. There's your prize. And with me is Benny Clifton, racing identity himself. How are you, Ben? Good, Sonny. How are you going, mate? The weather is has turned it on today, hasn't it? Whew. Mother nature. Mate, we're back. Spring has sprung. I think everyone's back to winner. Looks like everyone's back to winner. Everyone's got hay fever and the good horses, the yeah. fast horses are back. That's how you can tell. That's it, mate. Everyone's got the bloody tell fast out on the front counter. Hey, um, bit of a rough week at the track last week. Real Death Valley stuff, wasn't it? It didn't quite pan out the way we thought. I mean, Autumn Angel was the best bet in the first and it was really sold in the market. It was particularly late in betting, so I was pretty confident. Billy Egan clicked it up at the 400 metre mark and it took off, um, but it just ran up backsides and it got a clear run at the end, but just didn't let down the way I thought it would. Um, it was a little bit disappointing. So, um, yeah, other than that, Magnus Spin was disappointing. Brave Mead had every chance and so did Pride of Sullivan. It just didn't work out. The track didn't race exactly the way I thought it would, but as I mentioned, Mooney Valley isn't necessarily my favourite track to bet on, but Flemington this week, absolute cracking card of racing. Yes. lot of good horses racing, but yeah. Giga kick, mate. Giga kick. I want to talk to you about Giga kick, because I tell you what, what a week it's been. Last week, the pub chat was surrounding, you know, is it Giga kick or I wish I win as the best sprinters. All of a sudden, Imperatries, who you couldn't possibly back last week, <laughs> absolutely blitzes the track record at the Valley, held by Nature Strip. I want to talk about Giga Kick, though, because did did Williams butcher that ride? I know he missed the jump. Is that his fault? Is it the horse, the trainer? Is that bad luck? And then did he go too hard early in the race? Like, what happened there? I think a jockey can help a, a horse jump quickly, but a lot of the time it's the horse just missing the kick. But yeah. generally when you when you miss the kick, you, um, you don't want to do anything outlandish other than that. Like, normally if someone missed the kick, they'd just stay at the back and try and run home and... Uh, run over the top, but he decided to take off early at the 600 even or even earlier and make a really long run. Yeah. And, you know, it's proven over hundreds of years that's not the, that's not the way to win a race. So, And that's probably – and for a horse who's first up, um, he's got bigger fish to fry down, uh, further into the spring. It's just not the way you want the, want the horse run. I mean, you talk about Imperatries. I wasn't keen on it before the race. It was very impressive. It did pan out perfectly for it, I will say that, but it couldn't have done any more than it did on Saturday. Just quickly then on the Williams ride, what would it take, and I know he's obviously got a lot of credits in the bank, but what would it take for a jockey to be given the ass? Like, if that wasn't a well-recognised jockey, does he get the Coke and Sars? Like we spoke about potentially a dearth of jockeys, and you put me in my place last week. Is that sackable? Well, there has been talk during the week that, um, they might change jockey, so yeah, they've got to get. It's so important because you know there's big races coming up. You don't want to get it wrong, and but he has ridden it well previously. Whether they'd be yeah. willing to give him another chance, you know, I don't know. There'd be plenty of jockeys knocking on their door to to take the ride, though. Yeah, and you talk about big races coming up. Imperatries just like we said, gets the track record. It absolutely blitzes it. So the Everest is the race for sprinters. Why on earth would this horse not be having a crack at it? Or is this some sort of political jockeying for, a, I don't know, more money? or like, I don't understand this at all. Well, it's a different sort of um, setup for the owners in the Everest. Like, there's slot holders as well, so they have to share the prize money. And it's not necessarily 50-50 on that front. So, it's not a clean cut, heaps, heaps more money. And, you know, right. um, they might be looking after the horse. They might be looking after its record. They're just... It, 
it might not be for everyone. I know um, they've probably indicated they won't go that way or uh, are unlikely. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it is a little bit surprising, but it's a breeding operation, the owners, so they'll be looking after the horse and, you know, her future is assured anyway because she is a Group 1 yeah, winner. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, there's, there's, okay. Probably not, there's, probably, there's probably not as much to gain for them to run her than what there is for other horses in the race. 20 million bucks goes a long way to securing your future, mate. And I, I don't want to keep harping on it because we've got to get into this week's racing, but would that be egg on the face for Volandis and co if Imperatrice just skips the biggest event of the year? Oh, I don't know. He's done a lot of good things and I think a lot of the egg's been on the face of the Victorian um, officials. So, yeah, yeah he's right, probably got okay. a bit of credit <laughs> in the bank. Uh, that makes a lot of sense in terms of looking after the future of the horse. I, um, I just thought if I was one of those owners, I'd have a few questions, about 20 million of them just quietly. But anyway... You're here to give the answers, mate. Let's go straight to Flemington, the home of racing in Victoria this Saturday. And, mate, I'm assuming it's just going to be perfect conditions for absolutely everything this weekend because the weather is here. Yeah, rail through, good for, no excuses. Um, there's even a 24-horse field to contend with. So, uh, oh, Lord. There's fast horses. There's plenty of form lines coming together, but um, there's some winners as well, I think. All right, well, let's start picking a few out, mate. As you would say, let's pick the eyes out of it. Race one's over 1,100 metres. Our favourite is Cause for Concern. Equal favourite with Buse. They're both at about five bucks. Skidamarink, which I always go to say is Skidmark at seven bucks. And Little Miss Cuby, the only other one in single figures at nine. Yeah, and we're going with Little Miss Cuby. I'm glad you mentioned her price. I just thought last start at Mooney Valley was a little bit of a bowler and she didn't jump all that well. Um, settled out the back, ran on pretty well on a day that was hard to make ground. Gets back to Flemington where she's got a really good performance and I just think she's a mare on the up. She drops way in cla- way down in class here, gets a really good jockey change and has drawn the right part of the track down the straight. So I think at the near double-figure prices, um, she's a really good bet. So I'm happy to go with Little Miss Cuby. I can see there's been a little bit of money for Red Hot Nick up the top. I can understand that. He's got some figures at the track and distance. Cause for concerns down in grade and, and Buse is probably the up and coming horse in the race um, who obviously got beaten at short odds last start but does have ability but yeah I'm happy to back little Miss Kuby. Yeah especially at that price that's a great start to the day just have a think about what gambling is really costing you because it's going to be a big Saturday set yourself a deposit limit early race two is a long one flick it on two and a half thousand meters our favorite is number eight Shahar hmm not sure I pronounced that correctly at 240 Uh, it's pretty strong favoritism next up is Serpentine and Interpretation and United Nations they're all around the six buck mark at the minute and Alumbra Lad is at $9.50 then it's mostly cloudy at 10 bucks and it really starts to drift after that yeah this isn't really a race that uh, gets me excited but the market's been excited by Shayer it's been well backed in early markets from $3 into $2.40 and did a really good figure last start it's just a camp I can't trust I I think they find it hard to get horses to peak two runs in a row um but jamie carr goes on board it's had a little fresh and going really well i can understand why the market's trended that way but um i'm not willing to back it at that price and i haven't found anything to beat it so uh, i think we move on shoulder arms and go to the third with my oman it's over 1400 our favorite is antino at 230 and a very simple oman for me mate i think the very first hunting monologue we recorded together we were all over this horse and i'm back on detonator jack just because I love that horse, I love that name, and it's getting up at four sixty, and it's five bucks for Kalino. Why do I win this? Mate? A bit of nostalgia, is it in that in that Oman? Yeah, I know. It's pretty early in the game to be doing nostalgic selections, isn't it? Not even a year old. I mean, this old. is a good little race. 
we ha- I haven't found a bet in it mainly because you know this this favourite it seems a little short. Antino, uh, no doubt a promising horse, but in the, at these handicap conditions, being asked to carry fifty nine and a half first up with goals further down the track, or, and I don't know where they're going to ride it. Are they going to go forward from barrier one and lead because there's not heaps of speed in the race and probably would be their best chance of winning. But then does it? throw out the rest of their campaign. So a few queries there. Detonator Jack is a winning chance. Um, yeah, it I love is. It. I love it at the 1,400 metres. It's flown at this track and distance. Jamie Carr on board. I'd love to see what it can do after uh, with her on board. So, uh, yeah, I think um, Kalino rounds out the three chances. Other than that, uh, I don't think that um, anyone else can win the race. But, yeah, I don't know. Couldn't talk you out of the favourite. Couldn't talk you into it. And Yeah, there's better bets on the car than that, I think. I'll tell you what, though, mate, in terms of my omens, oh, couldn't have gone much worse than last week. I was on Globe, dead set. The old... Not only it doesn't win, it's still running, and it's got a bloody shonky heartbeat. The aorta's no the good. Heart it's got a bum ticker. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, the old heart attack. Hey, it's just on that. Mm. Is that the sort of thing that... So I would have no idea that even happened had it not been my omen. As a mug punter, is that the sort of thing they'll write in the form guide? Like, it's got, you know, blinkers, muffs, what it had for brunch, yeah, which yeah. way the bloody fart goes in the wind. Does it say, oh, and also cardiac arrhythmia? Yeah, yeah, it'll show up in the stewards report. So there's a stewards report at the end okay. of each meeting um, with issues like that. But, you know, when a, when a favourite fail, fails like that, there's obviously something wrong. You know, it was gone at the 600-metre yeah. mark. And, it, you know, this is a horse who we thought was probably going to be a Group 1 horse and might still be to put in a run like that. Uh, it was very disappointing. And I know you're no medico or vet or anything, but is that just bad luck or is that something that's going to haunt this horse now? No, it's sort of, it can bounce back and just be normal after that. But, you know, it'd be, you'd be hard pressed putting your hard earned on it um, after that sort of performance. Yeah, well, thanks for that advice. About a week late for some, (laughs) including me. That's okay. (laughs) Just have a think about what gambling is really costing you, Sonny. Flemington race four over 1100 metres. Our favourite is King's Gambit at three thirty. I am unstoppable at five bucks. Eight dollars for Kadinsky Abstract and nine dollars fifty for Pivot City. It's then double figures the rest in a fairly sizable field. Yeah, sizable field and really good quality field. I mean, there's a few decent two-year-olds from last season who, season who are now three-year-olds coming back, like King's Gambit, um, ran third in the Golden Slipper, and then there's some up-and-comers who are coming through different form lines. So there's a lot of form lines meeting here. I'm going with the fresh horse on the scene, Pivot City. I thought it absolutely flew on debut. Ran it one in really good time at Bendigo. Had a trial since. And I think it's drawn the right part of the track. I just think this is the horse. On the up the early market, there's been no push for it. I can't see how to uh, start much longer given um, the figures that it did on debut. So... Happy to back Pivot City. I think it's a horse on the up. Wouldn't talk you out of the favourite King's Gambit. It's probably the X-Factor horse, but I don't think it's probably drawn ideal in Barrier 2. It's going to probably get back uh, on the inside. Kadinsky Abstract is a chance. I'm Unstoppable with Cylinder Forms a chance. And Archo Nacho, another one of our old favourites, is a chance. But, yeah, I'm happy to back uh, Pivot City. You can back it each way, and uh, I think it'll run really well up in grade. Sounds like it's a tough one to win, but at that price, worth having a dip at. Exactly. Yes, I'm learning this caper, mate. Nostalgia and all. Yes, yes, yes. Race five now, mate. Our pretty short favourite compared to the rest of the field is Legacies at around about two bucks ten at the time of recording. It then drifts out. Griff is at eight bucks, introducing at eight fifty. Mojave Desert, delightful, at nine fifty, and it is pretty big figures. The rest. 
Have you got a price for the bottom weight, number 16? Number 16, Nadachi, is at a whopping 21 bucks at the minute, mate, ooh, and about ooh, five bucks ooh. the place. You like this? You like this? Ooh, ooh. I just think it's way over the odds. I mean, oh, if I was wearing socks, I would have been blown off, mate. You beauty. <laughs> I just think this is way over the odds because first up at Mooney Valley, it just got back. wasn't really a chance on the inside there. got held up, complete forgive, up to 1,400 metres where uh, it won its maiden and did a nice figure at Bendigo. Oh, it gets Damien Lane, positive jockey changer. It does tie in with Legacies and Autumn Angel, who he tipped last week. And, you know, Legacies is the favourite here that around third to Legacies. Legacies probably got SP over it. Probably a little bit of a better horse, but um, Nadashi at 20 to 1 from Barrier 3, just settling in behind him. I think um, you have to have something on this horse. So uh, happy to back it. Legacies, I do think, is a little bit skinny in the. Um, Price does have V8 form um, from first up at Caulfield. It did have every chance. It was in the 1-1 one, one there. It, it, uh, you know, it went through the line without absolutely savaging it, but yeah, probably is the horse to beat, um, and the market suggests that, but happy to back the bottom one at a big price. Very big price. 21 bucks and nearly 5 bucks the place there, so just have a think because you win some and you lose more. You don't have to have much on it at $21. Let's go to race 6 over 1100 Bit of a hold-on-to-your-hat scenario. Skirt Allure is at 370 Australia at 550 850 for Streeton or Streeton Angel, depending on where you come from. And double figures the rest after that, mate, in what is a field that will go through till Sunday. Holy dooly, there's some horses in this one. Yeah, cracking. Um, obviously, four emergencies. Um, so 20 will run in this obviously, race. But... Obviously. I knew that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, this is another three-yard race where there's a lot of form lines coming together. Just the horse I've been waiting for is this number eight, Stretton Angel. This is coming from Adelaide and a real X-Factor horse. It's got back in two runs, but um, its late sectionals are really good. I think it'll appreciate Jamie Carr going on board down the straight. Looks like a really good straight horse. And I just think it's got a little bit more X-Factor than some of the other horses in the race. I mean, Skirt the Law's got Charmstone form, which is holding up at the moment. Should be in the right part of the track. It's a chance. Steel City was one of the benchmark two-year-olds last year. Our last season, coming back here, Barrier 2, probably not ideal, but he's a nice filly. But, yeah, I'm happy to back Stretton Angel. I think this is a horse that maybe in a month's time we'll be talking her up um, as a Group 1 chance in one of the big filly ra- fillies races. Is this the best day of racing we've had this year? This sounds like a cracker. Um, yeah, it probably is the best so far. It only yeah. gets better. And, you know, the fields at Flemington always go up a notch to, say, for example, a Mooney Valley. Oh, yeah. You're really against Mooney Valley after last (laughs) week, aren't you? That workman blaming his tools again. You beauty. All right. The big one now, Maccabi Diva Stakes over the mile. Race seven. Gee, there are some serious names in this one. Mr. Brightside is at a buck 90 at the moment. Alligator Blood at 390. Princess Grace at 460. And Osipenko which I've heard a fair bit about as well, at 12 bucks, It seems like a race in four, mate, and they're pretty good horses. Yeah, and the speed map's going to be really important here. Alligator Blood will probably have to go to the front. Mr. Brightside, while they're being behind it or outside it, I think. Princess Grace is a little bit sticky from there, but they might be positive given that uh, there's a few that might be looking for further. So um, I'm not having a bet here, but... I will say about the race, it, it feels like the difference between the price in Mr. Brightside and Alligator Blood's too big. Alligator Blood was really good last start in the Memsey behind Mr. Brightside uh, when it was first up. Probably got more fitness improvement in it and has got the map advantages here. So I can just see it going to the front and being hard to run down. So I think 
if you're looking at the current prices, Alligator Blood will, will tighten up a little bit. Mr. Brightside will probably drift, and Princess Grace will either hold her price or maybe drift a little bit. But, yeah, I think Alligator Blood will be the mover in the market. But I'm happy to sit this one out. doesn't really suit my style of betting. Benny Clifton, popcorn race written all over that one. Let's go to race eight now over 1,400. And a very, very short one, this one. Amelia's Jewel at a buck seventy-five, and it's nearly double figures. The rest, see you in heaven, is at $9. And then that's about all she wrote, mate. Is this thing winning but too short? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's not like, I mean, it's drawn Barry 15. I have to go back to last, carrying the penalty. But, you know, this is this is lengths better than anything else in the race. The connections have got aspirations for her to be the benchmark horse in Australia after this campaign. So if she wants to live up to the hype, then she would want to be winning this race. So, But, yeah, market's found it. $1.75. Yeah, that's short enough. Um, couldn't be diving in at that price. But uh, enjoy the watch. It'll be a hairy one for the punters if you're taking that short price. Yeah, isn't it what? I mean... 1,400 metres at $1.75 is just scaring me already. I love it. Race 9 over 1,200, the penultimate, and one of your old favourites, the namesake. Can you have nepotism with a name? Who knows? Benedetta at 240, Star Patrol at 480, King of Sparta at 7, then it's Najim Sahail. <laughs> Hail the great man. He's back at 8 bucks, and it's our time at 8.50. Jeez, these guys have been running around for a few weeks now. Yeah, yeah. I'll never get sick of Najim Sahail. Do it again. <laughs> oh, do what again? Hail the great man. I'm not a bloody jukebox, Ben. Hail. Um, there's a few old... Meanwhile, meanwhile, just quickly, there's a bloke at my neighbour's house who's fixing the roof and he dead set nearly fell off and I just did that. <laughs> so I better be careful. I don't want a manslaughter charge as well as being a mug punter. Um, Guilty of both. There's a few old favourites in this race, but yeah, we are going with Benedetta. Yes. I just think this is re- ready to explode. It was wide last start at Caulfield. Ooh. Still way too good. Third up here, dropping in weight on the minimum. Uh, seems like it's go time, so... I think this will be the peak run of her campaign, so I expect her to win this, and then I don't know where they're going to go from there, but she seems to be up early in the spring, winning a lot of races. I can't see where a grand final is going to be, but I think this will be a peak run ratings-wise, so happy to back Benedetta. Star Patrol's a nice horse, but probably a weakness in the market coming off uh, an operation. It's trialled well, but and big figures down the track, but I can't see how the can't see how the market's going to come for it. Been a drifter already, so... Benedetta for mine. Najim's a hail up in grade, deserves the opportunity. But, oh! <laughs> but uh, you've, you've really thrown me off. I nearly fell off me ladder. <laughs> there is one behind you. <laughs> anyway, um, Benedetta's winning, and um, yeah, we've got to wait till deep into the card for our best bet. Yeah, I was going to ask if that was your best, but no spoilers. Uh, I'm tipping. It definitely is. No spoilers. All right, let's go to the last now. And gee, it's action-packed. It's only 5.25, so 5 hours of intense racing at Flemington in the spring sunshine. Stop it. God's Australian, and she's a horse racing fan. Race 10, the favourite is number 10, Devoted at 3.40. Carini at 3.60. It could be a race in two because the next is Flash Flood at 9.50, Benjamin. Yeah, real race in two. Can't even entertain any of them outside of Devoted and Carini. I'm going with Carini. We we backed this first up at Caulfield. Uh, it was the first run in Australia. Got back, ran on really well. That race um, rated well. Devoted was in that race as well. And Carini's got the SP over her. Probably got a little bit more fitness improvement in her. Uh, I No doubt Devoted a chance. It's got a big jockey change. But I'm just going the side of Carini. And you could even back them both and forget about the rest. When's the last time you put a Quinella on? <laughs> the 
That's not my not my style of betting, but I know that's why I'm asking. I'm I'm, I'm genuinely genuinely curious. Would you have been like on a buck stool or something? You're going yeah, right? I twenty bucks on these two, or you just do not do it? Oh no, not uh, not anymore. No, nah, not anymore. It's not really my go. You've learnt from your mistakes. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't really bet for fun anymore. <laughs> Bet, try and bet to make. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, <laughs> this is just all pure entertainment. I don't bet for fun. He bets to win. Just have a think about what you're prepared to lose today, guys. Set yourself that deposit limit because, hey, we're not doing this for fun. All right, <laughs> let me run through the card, mate. <laughs> Stay on your really ladder. threw me off with the line of questioning. I wasn't <laughs> ready. <laughs> I'll make sure the sentences end in full stops and not question marks from here on out. Race one, you are kicking us off with some serious value. You're on Little Miss QB at nine bucks. If this thing gets up early, sit back in the hammock and enjoy the sunshine because we are getting it all done for free. And hey, we're not doing this for fun, guys. Race two, it's not a race that gets Benny's juices flowing and he does not trust the favourites camp, so he's not going to do anything with this. Race three, the Oman. Bit of nostalgia. It's a good little race, this. No bet for BC, but I'm on Detonator Jack. And you can be too. Pivot City in race four. It's a quality, sizable field. This is a fresh horse on the scene. You're impressed with its debut. So maybe get on now at around about 9.50. And then in race five, wow, talk about value. Value galore today. Nadachi, get on this each way, guys, because it's at 21s and 4 bucks 80 the place at the time of recording. And Ben thinks that's way over the odds. Make sure you have a think about what you're really gambling with. Race six. He's been waiting for this horse, and wait no more. It's come from Adelaide. Should have a long home stretch to run down with Jamie Carr on board down the straight. Stretton Angel is the winner in race six. Race seven, very big race, very tough race. No bet here. But you did seem like you were kind of leaning towards alligator blood around that four-buck mark. But hey, not your words, only mine. Race eight, Amelia's Jewel is lengths better than the rest. But at a buck seventy-five, you can keep that in your back pocket and sit down and watch it. Race nine, I'm tipping this is your best. Benedetta is ready to explode. Not my words, they're Ben's. It should be the peak of its campaign, and you sound pretty strong on Benedetta. Race 10, we're going yet again in one of the most action-packed race days I can remember in recent memory. This is a race in two for the Quinella fans like Benny out there, but you are favouring Carini out of those two. Mate, I'm tipping Benedetta is your best, and then I want to get... Which is your best value? Because there's a fair few at some decent prices here. Yeah, Benedetta definitely the best. I little Miss QB in the first each way. I think is a great bet. So I'd go with that the best value. Mm, love it, absolutely love it. And a reminder out there that the Oman is race three, number three. That's what everyone's been hanging out for. All right, mate. I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for us. Enjoy your Saturday in the sun, everyone out there. Look after each other, and good luck. Yeah, good luck, punter. See you later, Sunny Man. We've got a good feeling about this Saturday, Ben. <laughs> <laughs>